Hey everyone, welcome to the Immortality Podcast. Once again, I'm your host Jake here with Josh. What's up, Josh? What is up, everyone? Yeah, so today, um, we've, we've done one of these before. It's it's an aged white tea. Uh, this one is a little older than the other one we had. So this, this is a new one we got in. It's from 2003. It is also a Chaumet. So this episode is filmed in the year 2022, making this tea 19 years old, old more than old enough to vote, almost as old as my car. We drink tea that can vote here. Yeah, we do. On the Immortality yeah, Podcast. That's why it's Immortality. So this one, uh, oof, I, I got kind of a chunk out of this cake. So it might take a little while to open up. So, I love, show, is this a Chaumet? This is a Chaumet, yeah. The reason why I started to like these was actually because of that episode we did. Uh-huh. And for me, the Chaumet has these... At least the ones we tried had like apple cinnamon notes Mm -hmm. and just flavors that you don't expect in a tea. And and I'm not sure if that's the case with this one because it's way older than the one we tried. Yeah. I'm actually gonna I'm gonna do something crazy. I'm gonna I'm gonna double rinse this one. It's it's this is this is such this is such a chunk right here. Um, I did I did did weigh it to eight and a half grams. It's it's just like that compressed. This is, and that's something you can do with uh, puer and aged white, anything that's compressed, dark tea, um, if, you think it, if you think it's going to need it. So yeah, Chaumet. Um, Chaumet is produced from uh, the buds and the top leaf, and it's usually picked later in the season than by Mudan, so like late spring to early summer. Um, it's, a, it's a little more robust, uh, especially compared to like Silver Needle. So, you know, Silver Needle is a white tea that's picked early in the spring. And it's just the buds. This is leaves, leaves and buds. Later, later picking again tends to be more robust, maybe a little bit sweeter. And that's generally what the, they use for pressing white cakes with. Yeah, that's a good, that's a good smell right there. I think that has that apple cinnamon you're, yeah, yeah, that you're yeah. you're gunning for. Yeah. I mean, it's extremely appley. Like it's more appley than cinnamon, but it's I mean, both. In the last episode, we had the the black dragon wool, and I was doing like. I was starting with like five second steeps, just like really, really fast steeps of that one. Um, this one, not so much. This one, I'm probably gonna do some longer steeps in the first part just to get get it to open. And then once it's open, I might pick up the speed a little before um, hitting the brakes somewhat. Also, th- these teas give so so many steeps. Like <laughs> just because this tea has been aged for almost 19 over 19 years. Yeah. And so that aging allows the tea to compress itself so as it ferments and mm-hmm. gets all those beneficial bacteria that are breaking it uh-huh. down. Uh-huh. And so that's why, you know, Jake's going through all this prep to just loosen up those leaves because mm-hmm. they've been hidden for 20 years. They have been, yeah, they have been asleep for almost two decades. But that, that, that tastes nice and alive right now. I don't even understand why it's sweet. Like <laughs> it's, it's very sweet. I mean, it is. I'm getting some of this extreme. I'm going to go get some after this episode. This sure. is holy fuck. Mm-hmm. It tastes like I steeped a cinnamon stick. <laughs> and then, you know, was yeah. eating an apple before I steeped it and drank it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The cinnamon stick. This is. Yeah. yeah. Eat your heart out, Celestial Seasonings. Oh, my God. If you get this tea... And you taste it, you will be offended. <laughs> you might even throw away every single tea you have okay, in your okay. tea collection <laughs> okay. and try to replace it with this. Because, 
I mean, for modern day tea drinkers, you might only believe you can achieve this flavor with artificial flavorings, uh-huh. but this is all natural. This is, yeah. oh my gosh. So yeah, the, 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 this one, of, of course, you know, it is almost 20 years old. You know, a- aging white teas is, is not really something that people have been doing forever or anything. It's, it's, it's somewhat new. This is probably going to be like one of the older ones that you'll even be able to find. You know, we sell it for a very reasonable price. I think like $12 an ounce or something like that. And maybe like 80 for a 357 gram cake. Pretty, pretty damn reasonable. I'm Um, just going to tell everyone listening right now. That's a steal. It's a steal. Yeah. I mean, I don't, can can you double the prices? (laughs) If, if, if it, if it makes you feel like it's more valuable then yeah, I can (laughs) just charge me double. (laughs) Okay. okay. (laughs) Sorry. I mean, it's, it's. I mean, yeah, that's that good. How much would another tea website sell this for? Oh, and the tea liquor oh, is getting know. browner. It is getting browner, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I mean, we're we're not really in the business of like upselling that much. So like, you know, if if we get the tea for a, a good price, and then we're gonna pass it on for a good price. I guess there are advantages to having farmer sourced yeah. direct connections. There was there there was one of our puer cakes for a while. We had to artificially inflate, inflate the price because no one believed it was real for the price we were selling it. Um, Which one was that? I think it was the Guafengshai. Oh yeah, that Guafengshai. Because yeah. that's one hundred fifty a cake. Yeah, well, yeah, which is which is very reasonable for something like that. But you know, it's it's older and it's it's a guy we work a lot with, so he he let them go for like cheaper than he normally would. And we pass the savings on to you. You know, this is just making me feel very, hmm. very bitter. The fact that I didn't buy the first huh. show may we sampled. Huh. Well, we still have it. <laughs> good, good, because I've been looking at this one on so, the website. So, so, so this steep is a little earthier um, this time. It's, it's a, a, we, we got a lot of like spice fragrance in that first cup. Yeah, the spices and the cinnamon, and this one's more leaning. It's, it's mellowing out towards the appley, or towards that. I would say there's like maybe some dry hay in this. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So 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 now I'm gonna I'm gonna steep a little faster than I did the first couple, because now now it now it's open and it's giving. <laughs> it it smells like a condensed like if you could make right. hashish out of sugar. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah. I would I would not have gotten that tasting note <laughs> or that smelling the the, the the cup smelling note. Oh no! If it's you like, could taste make hashish. If you could sugar, okay, sure, sure. But out of like yeah. brown sugar and coconut sugar, no, <laughs> sure, joking. sure, yeah. There's like a well, I, I guess there's like there's like kind of a dank floral aroma there, yeah. And it's sweet. Mm-hmm. There's it's it like it's it's almost like you're smelling a flower mm-hmm. that's sweet, but it's yeah. So 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 aged whites. You know, I, I talked about this last time a little. It's not really the same as poor um, because it's it's not like it's not like there's like a live culture of like fungus and bacteria on it they're not like fermenting as much as they're uh, oxidizing so they, they oxidize very very gradually over time um white tea in general um if you recall white tea is like the simplest kind of tea to make it's basically just picked dried that's it but there's no there's no kill green on it there's no like you know in in green tea like there's a step that like they heat it and that stops oxidation that's why that's why it's green uh, in white tea, there's no kill green. The idea is now that if you leave it around for five, ten, or in this case, nineteen years, it's going to have some amount of natural oxidation. It's going to oxidize very slowly, very naturally. So in some ways, it's it's a little like a black tea. It's 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 moving towards black tea, but just like by itself, 
And you can kind of taste it, right? Like like black teas are a little sweeter, tannic, malty. And this this is a little sweet, tannic, malty, you know, like more than most white teas are. Well, and it's interesting, too, because the black tea we just had, uh-huh. you know, even though it, it was oxidized in that way, mm-hmm. I think the slower oxidization preserves a lot of the sugars in there or in a lot of the sweeter elements. Might be right, yeah. And, and maybe the floral notes because... You know, it's just using the time and the years mm-hmm. versus like I'm going to use heat. You know, I you know I've got to mm. get this black tea where it needs to be in yeah. like a month. I feel like I'm tasting 20 years of like just a slow yeah. prep. Yeah, and, and if you look at the the, 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 the the I don't I don't know. I, I, no, I think that one right. I think that one was mine. I, I don't know. <laughs> sure, okay. probably. Let's go with it. No, no, I remember this anyway. Okay, sure, sure. Sorry. That's fine. All right, we've obviously are on a tangent and yeah. stopped talking about tea, so we're tea drunk. Yeah, exactly. This, this like one works. Four steeps in, but but if you, I was going to say, if you, if you look at the liquor, like the liqueur, it's um, it is it, it kind of looks more like black tea. Like it's 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 orange to dark orange right now. Yep. Or like or like a rock oolong or something. It's, it's basically a rock oolong color, exactly. You can tell it's like aspiring to be yeah. black tea, but it just doesn't have that like yeah. other forced oxidation and, and, in there. And, and I do wonder because because this is like the oldest white tea that I've ever drinking. The what it, what is it? The little Chinese marketing slogan is like three years. White tea is medicine. At like nine years, seven years, it's treasure. So like m- most of these are consumed around seven to ten years, I think. I wonder what, and, it, and it's, it's a newer trend again, so I, I really wonder what the, these are going to be like when they're like 40 or 50 years old, because um, about 20, yeah, this is about 20, this is the oldest white tea I've ever had. This is also the oldest white tea I have ever had. Yeah. It's interesting, because it's making that turn into like almost a pu'er with a little astringency. Sure, but, yeah. But it's not like strong and pronounced like a pu'er. It's these, more the, very yeah. subtle. It's like almost... It's kind of flirting with it, but it's still maintaining its spice. Yeah, there's there's definitely um, strong parallels between this and pu'er. Obviously, like the the pressing, like the the the, the rawness of the leaves. But again, it is it is different. You know, it's it's um it's obviously not a samica. It's sinensis, um, and the processing is slightly different. There is a, there is a, a kill green for pu'er, so it doesn't like oxidize more. It is treated gently, so that so that it like ferments. That actually makes sense. Yeah. That the kill green in the pu'er, and then how this one, this mm-hmm. Chaumet, mm-hmm. because it doesn't have a kill green in its processing, it just it's just taking time to process, you know, all yeah. of all of what's in the plant. It's reminiscent of like a five spice or a ten spice, Chinese ten spice or fifteen spice, but it's like, but it's not spice. It's still got sweetness in it there. Mm-hmm. This is making me uh, sweat. <laughs> yeah. How about you? I kind of, kind of feel like I'm in a sauna right now. I'm in heaven right now. This is a great yeah. one. Yeah. I just, I have to know that I love Chalmers, yeah. and I just have to just be all right with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is a beautiful tea. Uh-huh. Um, how would you suggest this tea for people? You know, new tea drinkers and 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 veteran tea nerds. That's a great question. Um, I really appreciate the energetics of this tea. You know, it's, it, it obviously goes for a long time. I, I really enjoy teas that are like a mixture of kind of sweet and earthy notes that have like both ends of the spectrum like this. It's, it's very easy to brew too, because it's, it's, it's extremely forgiving. Like, 
you know, not, not very bitter at all. Very sweet. So I, I don't know. I, I recommend this tea for people interested in like kind of an experience. Like if you want something kind of bordering on some, if you want like health benefits and or like kind of a somewhat spiritually psychedelic microdose. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, does that make sense? Well, and you know, for tea connoisseurs, I think this is just an easy win. Yeah, it is. Like you're going to be, you're going to love it. Yeah. But then also for people who are just learning about new teas, or if you're a tea lover and you drink these kind of teas already, if you have a friend who's almost like a tea, tea newbie or mm -hmm. like a tea rookie or just someone starting their tea journey, mm -hmm. you serve them this and they will run up the tea mountain as fast as possible. That's true. It is, it is very accessible. I mean, this, I mean, this one is like, I could literally see this one blowing the minds of like a basic tea drinker. Just yeah. what is that? Is that celestial mm -hmm. seasoning? Apple mm -hmm. spice? <laughs> no, dude, it's the opposite. It's, it's uh, mountain spice. Aged Chomet, baby. Well, and you know what's interesting is what? I'm getting a chrysanthemum note. Sure. Yeah. Like yeah. I, is it's, it it's floral? Yeah, yeah, it's florally in in that you know. But you know how you go to like a, a Chinese restaurant and they serve you teas. Sometimes mm -hmm. they'll serve you a chrysanthemum or something. Sure. It's definitely in there. Sure. Yeah. The floweriness is present. So how long do you think we could what? steep this one for? <laughs> a while, you think? How, how, how long you got? <laughs> yeah, right? So this is an all-day steeper, basically. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, like... Maybe even to the next day. What, one thing I did, actually, with, with the other one last year, the... Uh, what is it? It's, it's 2012, I think, I want to say. One thing I did with that one was I actually cold brewed it last year. Um, so I, I did do like a kind of a quick hot rinse to open it up. But then I just put it in a jar of cold water overnight. It was outstanding. It was like, and it did taste a lot, a lot more of the black tea character came out. But it was like the best black tea you've like ever had. Well, like and the best cold black tea you've ever had. And it made you feel, made me feel great. You are speaking my language now. Well, it's interesting because with these high-end teas, you know, there's, there's the traditional way they're consumed. But then even, you know, and I've noticed this going to the Trident Cafe uh -huh. in Boulder, Colorado, as well as with drinking tea with Jake. Jake's been exploring these cold tea brews. Basically what it means is the water has almost no temperature. So basically... Yeah, the, he's used cold water. Yeah, and then the water isn't destroying all of those flavor components with its heat. But instead, the cold water is there, and so you give it more time, and you basically get some of the the deepest essences and flavors of that tea. And it's and it's beautiful, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. I'm going to be making a lot more cold brews and some sun yeah, teas I was doing... My, my, my rule of thumb for those cold brews was I think I was doing 15 grams... Uh, I, was, I was doing I was doing somewhat larger amounts because I was obviously sharing them and even selling some of them, um, but I, I was doing 15 grams in 1750 milliliters. Okay. Um, so like you know almost two liters of water and that and it was just like an overnight steep like 12 hours. Would you do multiple and then after you did that one would you never, try to steep I never, again? I never tried that. No, I, I, okay. bet, I bet you could though. I'm not sure exactly how it would go. This one I'm sure you could like an aged white you could. But yeah, I, I, rec I do recommend uh, cold brewing these guys too. You know, basically, if you're part of the Trident Tea Club, you uh -huh. have extra tea. You know, we're going into the sun tea season and the yeah. cold brew tea season yeah. for iced teas. So, like, don't be afraid because okay. basically, <laughs> uh, you know, your favorite run-of-the-mill tea will be even better brewed as a cold brew. Yeah, and honestly, so, honestly, they go. I think I feel like they go a little farther too. I think you can get a little more extraction from them brewing cold. 
because because like that I makes said, sense. yeah, I was I was getting like almost two liters each time I, I brewed. I like that. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm gonna do that, and then yeah. my yeah. Again, it's it's you're 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 getting more than a bottle of wine, you know, like. And the other thing about it is, what other vitamins, minerals, and mm-hmm. flavor components are you extracting that is, have a benefit to your wellness? Yeah. You know, it's just yeah. And, and I was I was just I was just kind of harping on the last episode too about um, not being too hung up on uh, brewing techniques. Feel free to play around. You know, you can use cold water, you can use hot water, you can use long steeps, you can use slow steeps, you can use a big teapot, you can use a small guy one. And then even like kind of a middle road to the cold tea brewing and the tea brewing we're doing now on the episode with the gaiwan and like hot water. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'll literally brew a cup of tea that I know I like at a normal temperature, but I'll brew it 10 degrees lower mm-hmm. just because I want to see like sure. wh- what flavors can I preserve. Sure. And then I'll just leave it there because I'm like, you know, I can steep that for like a minute or two minutes. So sure. then I'll go down on my temps yeah. and then I'll just give it a longer brew just to see if I can pull out other flavors. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's just, you get bored, you play with it, you know. You oh, yeah. like, so, so sometimes I'll, I'll do the opposite on a, on a Japanese tea. Like, um, you know, those are famously supposed to be steeped at very low temperatures. Um, but sometimes I like to just pack like a really fat like pot and then like hot water, but just for like a second. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty interesting. Well, it, and it, it's it the same works. concept yeah, too. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're just... You know, as opposed to just giving ratio, it more time, yeah. you're just flashing it. Yeah. And then also, like, that flash is good because you're basically slowly drinking the mountain. Yeah, exactly. Because also, you know, what I do find when I'm drinking stuff grandpa style is uh-huh. just that longer time will extract more. And so uh-huh. I'll basically get less steeps um, or gra- less gra- Grandpa style, for anyone who doesn't know, is you're just leaving tea leaves in a, a jar of hot water. And um, kind of like letting it ride. Usually for that, what you want to do is um, do a little less leaf weight and just put them in hot water. And then what you do is you drink the top off and then you refresh it. Like you drink like the first half or third of the tea and then you add more hot water and you keep you keep riding that. So it's like brewing strong on the bottom, but you're refreshing as you go. I do that a lot when I'm busy at work. That's a good one. I, I really like the way you describe grandpa style there. Yeah. Actually, that was really really good description called that of course because that's how chinese grandpas drink their tea what, what are we tasting at this point let's see how how has this tea evolved because I, I think we're on like eight or nine steeps right now yeah definitely go back and check because this <laughs> is going to be a long steeper still a good bit of like dry apple maybe some ginseng some like earthier kind of gra- like dry grass hay components yeah like the cinnamon's really just devolved into or evolved into ginseng and the grassy, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. the apple still is there. It's very, it's very sweet and round. Some tannins, a slight amount of malt. It's really smooth. Yeah, like this is smooth. So, where can people get this tea, and how long do you think you'll have it for? Mm, this tea, we don't have a ton of. We got, we got a few tongs of this. Uh, a tong is, of course, a pack of seven cakes. Can, it kind of depends on demand. You know, I, I do expect this one to be fa- in fairly high demand. You, you, you can find it online at tridentcafe.com slash teas under, under our green and white section or just in the shop in Boulder, Colorado, on Pearl Street. Come visit the shop and buy your tea. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, come say hi. Um, yeah, so this one this one's going to steep basically indefinitely. 
So, <laughs> so I think I'm going to sign off at this point. Yeah, no, this is a good one for those all day steepers. Yeah. So, okay, everyone, thank you so much for joining us at the tea table. Um, good luck out there steeping everyone. Bye. May your tea journey be fruitful and merry. <laughs>